bigger is always better. Anyone who tells you that it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be friends with them anymore. The truth of the matter is that not only is bigger better, but the best time to build something bigger is now. My number one want, deepest desire for you is to build and build now and be build it deeper, faster, bigger than ever before. Hey you, welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are, where you are, so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home, and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. Build and build now. Stop waiting. The reality is that you have an opportunity because you're still here. The myth is that you should be waiting and waiting for something, waiting for hell to freeze over, for gas prices to go down, or maybe you're waiting for another present. I think that you waiting is the dumbest idea ever because you may wait too long and you may wait your dream right out of this reality. Seven months ago, I um, got out of a meeting and I thought to myself that I had the world figured out. I was very clear that there was a, a, you know, opportunity ahead of me and I was ready for all the things. And I had a great, I had a great set of people that were, were there to help me execute and carry out what I, what I thought was going to be the ultimate plan. But the truth of the matter is that you always have to be prepared to be unprepared. The greatest lesson that I learned four or five months later was as uh, was me letting go of a walker. So on February 12th, I got I don't want to say the word sick, but I was here at the office and I went home and fast forward. I really, truly thought that I would be on my way to something different. I thought that I was going to wait out this pain and that four o'clock would turn into eight and that I'd be better. But by 10 o'clock that night, I was paying for death at 10 o'clock at night on February 12th. I was praying, praying for death. The truth of the matter is I was in so much pain. I couldn't think about anything. I couldn't think about my family. I couldn't think about my children. I couldn't think about do the damn thing nation. I couldn't see or hear anything. All I felt was pain and this agonizing feeling like I needed life to be over. I was ready for it. You ever had a moment like that? Like a real moment like that? Well, you've looked in the mirror and you said to yourself, you know what? It's okay if I go. I'm good. Like I am super good. I can go. This reality moment for me of, um, Actually praying for death is one of the hardest things I think I've ever gone through from a human standpoint because I'm Tiffany Largi. I'm the CEO of these companies. I have uh, an amazing family uh, around the world of all of our Do the Damn Thing Nation followers and family and community members and partners. And here it is. I'm Tiffany Largi on February 12th, four days after my birthday, praying for death. I needed to own the fact that I was praying for death. But then after I got to the hospital, I needed to really understand 
uh, the gravity of where my mind and my mind, not mindset, but my health was mentally. In the hospital, I was that asshole who was screaming down the entire building, begging for mercy, asking the doctors. Then I get really quiet because they'd give me something. And before I know, I was in a cycle. I remember still the second when um, this doctor walked in and he explained to me that I had to have emergency surgery. And the truth is I had never been so afraid in my life. As the CEO, as a person running a big world, I got scared. I think one of the greatest mistakes ever is that CEOs or people who feel like they're running bigger platforms or lives or whatever it is, they just don't admit the fact that they're afraid. They may tell people that a moment was scary, but I was shit scared. And more importantly, I had already prayed for death maybe 10 times. After I got out of surgery, I had did have surgery. Uh, a nice man took me back against my will, kind of. And I say against my will. It wasn't that I was fighting him, telling him no, but I definitely was so afraid that I kept saying all the what ifs. We can only ask so many what ifs until we allow ourselves to trust something in someone else and then allow that someone or someone else to take the lead. I needed to shut up and let him take the lead. When was the last time you shut up? You sh you, if there was a word that was like shut up, I don't think we can shut up, but I think we can shut up. Or you, when was the last time you allowed yourself to be shutted up? I know the word is in here somewhere. When was the last time you allowed yourself to be shutted up and you had someone else take the lead? I think right now is a good time for you to allow someone else to take the lead. Me allowing someone at that moment to take the lead is one of the greatest things that I ever, 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 ever did. Me allowing myself to let someone take the lead, not be next to me in lead, but literally take the lead is one of the smartest things I ever did. And it's one of the smartest things I ever did because fast forward, it showed me how many other areas in my life that I thought I had already let go of in terms of letting someone else lead or letting the situation be what it was. But I, I realized at that moment that there were still so many things that I was holding on to. Someone else has to take the lead in order for you to really win. 90% of the things that I had my hands in, I really am not the best. I actually suck. Or I'm a level C. But you don't want to have A objectives and have a level C effort or insight or mind or skill or capacity at the table. And that's what I was, a C. Owning my truth around me letting someone else take the lead is like the magic. I came out of the hospital and, you know, out of the last, I came out of the hospital, but I had surgery. So I had surgeries, five hours. It was really long. Um, a lot of my family, a lot of people thought I had died inside of the room because they hadn't heard from anybody on anything. I get down, I get down. So Miami, I was going to say I get down from the car. I was going to say I got down from the hospital bed. That's not what happened. I head to a hospital bed for 10 days. Fast forward, I leave the hospital with a walker. Now, there was a split second where I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to change. Like, I'm going to get back better fast, really, really quick. But you know what I did? I made a decision again to let someone else take the lead. I allowed someone else to take the lead and to take it ridiculously. I allowed everybody to decide what I was going to eat. Someone would ask me, hey, what do you want to eat? And I would purposely say, I don't care. You tell me what I'm going to eat. Tiffany, when do you want to shower? You tell me what I'm going to shower. Tiffany, when do you want to go for a walk? You tell me what I'm going to walk. I allowed other people to take the lead on every area of my life. The only thing I didn't allow people to take lead on is when I peed. That's a little bit different because I didn't want to wet myself. But if I could have, I would have done that too. I'm sharing this with you because um, what I learned so aggressively through that process is that my determination to hold on to all the things was let, having me let go of all the things. 
I needed to let go completely and let someone else take the lead. Lesson number one, let someone take the lead and let them take it everywhere. After me getting out of the um, this process of having everyone take the lead, I realized that there was a time in which I felt like it was about March. So I'm now about 45 days into this new life journey where I have a walker still. I cannot move on my own. And I found myself getting frustrated with some people, like even people uh, very close to me, because I felt like they weren't lead, they weren't taking the things that they could have as far as I would have. So I had a really big, ugly day in which I brought everybody together and I shared with everybody through tears, through anger, through yelling, through cursing, where I felt like they were not taking the lead. And in that moment, I said to myself, okay, well, here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to make a decision to share with them what I need them to do. But then instead of me going, which my default was before, I was just going to go and take the lead myself. I actually decided that wasn't the play. I decided that I needed to let myself communicate again where I felt like they weren't taking the lead and to let go again and let them take the lead. But here's what happened next. I decided to let them choose. Anybody who, who said, you know, Tiffany, I need a little bit more information before I take the lead, out the game. Out the game. They needed to leave my life. They needed to leave the company. They needed to leave, period. Anybody who made a decision to figure their own shit out and they made a decision to hunker down and go, okay, I'm going to figure out where to take the lead and how, or I'm going to read a book. I'm going to YouTube this shit. I'm going to do something. They're all right here. And I don't mean here in the studio. I don't mean here in um, our business. I mean, just me and my life. Anybody that I had to explain after that point, it's kind of like before, maybe you didn't know how to tell, to take the lead. And I get that. But once I communicated through tears, anger, cursing, and my frustration, hey, you're not doing enough. If they didn't heed to love me enough or care for me enough or care what we were or care what we were doing enough to go, okay, I get it. Because I actually needed to sit my ass down and recover. I did. I needed to get better. I needed to get stronger so that we could get bigger. This idea that I should have been grateful for whatever I got. I know, and, and I don't want anyone to ever hear me and think that I wasn't grateful. I was, but there is no one who encounters me that has the luxury of, of saying that I only gave them a hundred percent. There's nobody that I connect with, encounter, employ, talk to. There's no Buddy that I talked to that says Tiffany only gave me a hundred percent. So because that's the case, because I don't have the luxury, like because I don't have the luxury of only giving someone a hundred percent, I am not going to accept a hundred percent for me. Well, Tiffany, what if that leaves you with only five people? Then so be it. Tiffany, what if that leaves you with only two people? Then so be it. I know my value. Sick and all, in a recliner, and with the inability to walk, I know my value, but I also know what I'm building. I needed it to get bigger. I needed me to get bigger. I needed the conversation to get bigger. But the only thing, the only way that could happen is if I became more. I could not settle for what other people, average people wanted to settle for. That's dumb. That's not me. That person's capacity is not my capacity. My capacity is different. In some aspects, it's greater. What is the most for them is just the beginning for me. Let me repeat that in case we missed it. What is the 
most for them is the beginning for me. That's just where I'm starting, where they're at their most. We are not equals. Once I communicated that, everybody had a decision to make and they made a decision, trust and believe. And I needed to allow them to make a decision. I needed to allow them to lead there too. How did they want our, our relationship, given my current circumstances? How did they want our relationship and our journey together to be? What did you want it to look like? I allowed them to lead and for them to be in the lead of the outcome in its entirety. One of the greatest decisions that I ever made. Today, I am... I look around and ask myself, where else can I get people to lead? Where else can I get people to, to uh, be in front? And, and it's not really just to be in front, but it's because I'm, I don't want to just build something. I want to build something that will last, but I also need to build something that is strong enough for everybody to stand on, not just me. If you think that getting to the top is about you and it's about yourself being there and other people being somewhere, you're wrong. Getting to the top on your own by yourself is lonely. It's also boring. There's nothing good about that. There's nothing I desire in it. My greatest excitement is knowing that I have the capacity to bring other people with me, but allowing them to choose if that's what they want in this life. I know my capacity. I also know my value. I am stupidly clear. I also know that it is a luxury to encounter me. I know that I, that I don't give anyone less than 100 percent sure but I don't give anyone less than 200 percent I'm always at the most and the reason why it's not because I have to be and it's not because I'm extroverted that's sure as hell not the reason we just took another test the other day and I'm still introverted no one ever believes me I'm as introverted as they come but I'm also as clear as they come of how much I love people and how much I love their truth and how much I believe in what's possible on this planet and how much I believe in what's possible in every single uh, problem that we face, that it's possible to solve those problems. And as crazy as it sounds, I actually believe that I can solve them in, or I, can, I believe that they'll be solved and they could be solved in my lifetime. That is not crazy. It is not crazy to believe in the world that I wanna live in. It is not crazy to believe in the impossible, but it does require me to build something bigger it requires you to build something bigger. It requires us to be more. It requires us to be fucking more and to do fucking more and to do it unapologetically. Why? Because we can. There is not a day that I go to sleep that I don't, I don't acknowledge the fact that I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. The fact that I even have the ability to sit here and create this. I am literally their wildest dreams. They couldn't even dream of being able to allow to have access to their dreams and then have avenues and the resources and mythology to even put them into action. I don't mean resources because of money or a studio. I mean resources because of people who allow them to talk about their dreams out loud. That's really the greatest resource other people. It is not money. Because money cannot buy hearts. Money can buy time from people and it can buy some skill, but it can't buy hearts. And I'm going to tell you, long time in the game, boy, the heart game is where it's at. The heart game for anybody, especially if you're going to build something that's going to last, the heart game is always going to be where it's at. It's always going to be where it's at. I don't see it in this lifetime or any lifetimes after me that it's going to be somewhere different. I actually believe um, with everything that I am that if... If you can, you should be building and you should build faster. 
so that in this lifetime you get to touch the people you were meant to touch, connect with the people you were meant to connect with, and build the kind of impact that you were meant to have. Bigger is better. Not only are we on our way to build building something bigger, but I've decided that we're just going to build the biggest. Why? Because we can. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you and it is at www.strapphustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you gotta put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live, whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere, and I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you build. 